0: This is Ed Van Ness, and I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the
1: Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. F- F- on Radio TFI. Yeah.
0: Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else.
1: Thank you, uh, Professor Medley, and thank you, Gerald. I'm even going to be nice to Gerald today. How about that for a change? Good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition for this Monday, May 18th of 2020. From the Radio TFI Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening, sir.
0: Good evening, kittens, kids and kittens, excuse me. I trust you're all doing well today. You've had a wonderful, wonderful day and early evening. You've had your dinner, now you're sat down to... Be mildly entertained by two mildly entertaining people.
1: You think you're going to give us that much credit? Oh no,
0: I'm expecting a couple of people to to show up here. Oh, well, you think so? They're mildly entertaining.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> but that that went nowhere fast.
1: I <laughs> know uh, it really <laughs> didn't.
0: That just uh, fortunately it died a quick and painless death.
1: Hmm. Oh my goodness! Yes, indeed. How are you today, Mister oh, Shannon? I I am just fine, sir. And yourself? Ah, uh, well. Um, believe it or
0: not, I feel I, I was telling you off the air. I, I in the past hour or so, I feel like I have a cold coming on. I don't know how that is possible.
1: I truly. What's your first sign of a cold?
0: I, I I've got a little phlegm. I'm feeling a little loopy and not. Not drowsy like just because I'm bored, Uh, and and just a a general malaise, or loginess, if you will. There's words you don't hear every day.
1: I have never heard it before. Really?
0: You should look them up. Malaise and loginess, but malaise is the good one.
1: You see, folks, this is my esteemed co-host here trying to put a $50 word in a five-cent conversation, and
0: somebody's got to raise the expectations around here.
1: Yeah, well, keep trying, son. <laughs> but anyway, I,
0: I it's just just the general you know, I just uh my throat's a little scratchy, not, not not a lot, it's not that it hurts to talk or or anything like that, but but it it could be nothing. It could just be maybe it was what I had for dinner, right? I don't know. Well, uh
1: what I what I would suggest for you, sir, is do like your president, take the malaria drug, and oh, a little bit of zinc, and you should be just ducky. Your president oh, says just, so.
0: Uh, yes, yes. Well, now uh, uh, go lead into that. Explain that a little more, and then let's talk about that. Because I'm just getting up to speed on it. In the past, uh, coincidentally enough, in the past hour, maybe that's why I'm not feeling so so great. This is that really. That- <laughs>
1: Okay, so this is from AP. Uh, President Donald Trump said Monday that he is taking a malaria drug to lessen symptoms should he get the new coronavirus, even though the drug is unproven for fighting COVID-19. Trump told reporters that he's been taking the drug hydrochloroquine or whatever the hell it's
0: called. Hydrochloroquine. Quinn. Hydrochloroquine.
1: Works for me. and, And a zinc supplement daily for about a week and a half now Mm. Trump uh, spent weeks pushing the drug as a potential cure for the COVID-19 against cautionary advice of many of his administration's top medical professionals the drug has the potential to cause significant side effects in some patients and has not been shown to combat the new coronavirus Trump said his doctor would not recommend the drug to him, but he requested it from the white house um, physician started taking it because I think it's good. Trump said, I've heard a lot of good stories. Mm.
0: Well, now there is a memo out from, from the white house physician, Sean P. Conley, uh, commander, U S Navy, uh, actually at no point does he say it was prescribed, uh, it, it, it's a three paragraph little memo uh second paragraph says that after numerous discussions he meaning the trumpster and i had regarding the evidence for and against the use of hydrochloroquine or queen we concluded the potential benefit from treatment outweighed the relative risks. in consultation with our interagency partners and subject matter Experts around the country, I continue to monitor the myriad studies investigating potential COVID 19 therapies, and I anticipate employing the same shared medical decisions, decision making based on the evidence at hand in the future. It was never prescribed to him.
1: <laughs> so, well, uh, he- here's, here's what well, I think with that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead.
0: It, it, it's this he's either lying about taking it. Which uh-huh. is mo- which is most likely, or he's taking it without a pres- prescription,
1: which or, last time I heard was kind of illegal.
0: There was a third one, and it just slipped from me. But I'm, I'm sorry, I'm basically uh gonna say he's he's lying about it, because remember we've are we already know that there are people in Trump's family and in his orbit that have money in this drug they right. have financial interest in this drug so so he's going yeah, to keep pushing it
1: Well, oh, but he's still okay so let's assume he's telling the truth here i know that's a hard <laughs> what, stretch
0: what, what makes you excuse me what evidence would give you in three and a half four years now what on what fact do you base that he's going to tell the truth
1: I base this on this theory alone. The sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then.
0: (laughs) There you go. There you go. Needle in a haystack, you never know. You just never know. Somebody hits the lottery, right? Fourteen billion to one odds. Go ahead. Presuming is he is telling the truth.
1: (laughs) Well, if he is, then taking a prescription a medication. I don't care if he owns steak in it or not. Uh taking a, a taking a medication uh that has not been prescribed to you is illegal. <laughs> What's
0: what that what, what look he has been basically can do what he wants. Just ask well, him. He's the president. Oh exact he can do what he
1: wants. Exactly. Oh my God. So yeah. Um Hey, you know what? And I mean this in all honesty. I hope it works for him. If he wants to go ahead and be the guinea pig here, and we find out that uh, you know, but you know, you know, live big or go home. There, you know, now go stick your head in a bucket of COVID nineteen, uh, and let's see if it really works.
0: I think he's lying. I think he's lying because the main the main side effect that's coming out about this uh, hydrochloroquine. Or Quinn we got to get this resolved uh is that for the wrong people it can have serious cardiac repercussions uh and I would imagine he is the look he's in the same boat I was the fact that you haven't had a heart attack is the bigger surprise not that you're going to have one and if he doesn't have cardiac issues well well, just slap a wig on me and call me Edna.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: You know, it, uh. it, it's it's just so. But again, the the bigger issue here is that why why does he come out and say this? Because he wants people to know it. He wants his base to know it. Hmm. He wants his base to go out and buy it.
1: And and I love the line. Just in case he gets the virus. Yeah, you know where I think he's, I where I where think he might be full of shit, pardon my French, uh, is uh, how do you know we don't, that he hasn't uh, tested positive?
0: Oh, we don't know that. And um, we don't know. And that. we
1: never will. And we never will.
0: No, unless he kicks, you know. Uh,
1: well, this is true. By and the way. Somebody will blame it on something else.
0: By the way, speaking of presidents. I hope you had the opportunity to watch uh, Saturday night, the commencement program that was on pretty much every station. I
1: didn't get a chance to.
0: Well, find the video because it was so refreshing to listen to a president that uh, I just felt good for about five minutes. I felt reassured. The man's been out of office for three and a half years. I felt reassured. I know he wasn't talking to me. He was talking yeah. to graduates and all that. But I still felt, and look, I'm not going to lie. He took a shot. <laughs> he took a swipe. A Good. Very, oh, oh, that's what you can Good. Trump the next day was saying he, he was the most, uh, oh, oh, what did he call him? Uh, I can't think of the word he used. Was
1: the word corrupt?
0: Uh, no, it wasn't corrupt. Uh, the uh, the word is escaping me now. Uh, inept, yeah, he called him inept.
1: Inept, that's right. Now I remember it.
0: Yeah, or something like that. But I was like, "Are you kidding me?" You know? Yeah. And look, Obama did it beautifully. There was there was no no getting around, but he wasn't wrong. He was not wrong. And we got to figure out a way to get him back in office. And no, he can't be vice president for Biden. no he cannot
1: no because he's already done his eight years as president.
0: He's done his two terms yes, so he,
1: he can not his he two can't. terms. I know I remember back when Reagan was uh nominated he was looking looking at first looking towards Gerald Ford to be his running mate.
0: well Ford could well Ford couldn't have done two more terms. he could have done he one couldn't though.
1: have he could have done one. Right, he could have done one. Absolutely. But he settled on George H.W., and the rest is history.
0: Yes, it is. The last one-term president until this one.
1: Yeah. Oh, let's keep our fingers crossed. Well, actually,
0: actually, Reagan, Reagan was bookended by one-term presidents. Carter on one side.
1: Bush on the other.
0: Bush on the other. Uh, we've had a... Anyway, so... I came across, <coughs> excuse me, that's not a joke cough, that's, I'm fine, I'm not going to. Uh, I came across a tweet a little while ago, and I'm looking at uh, stats for New York City. Charts and graphs. You can look by zip code. Uh, the cor- coronavirus, the COVID-19. And you can look by borough. There's not a category where we we are not significantly almost down to where we were back in at the beginning of March. It Good is in, it is incredible how uh, if you go to www.nyc.gov onenycgovernor and root around there, you'll find this uh, COVID nineteen data. Uh, look for the boroughs page, B O R O U G H, borough. borough. And you can break it down by borough, the various things, and it it is just, it is just amazing Uh, to look at to look at some of these graphs, and to see just just I I I mean we are almost almost there. I mean we're we're within single digits away from being where we were where we were a couple of months ago so so it does work the mitigation has worked
1: how open right now is new york is they're not Not, they're not worried to open up yet
0: we're getting ready to we're we're going to be last uh there are places in the state uh that have opened up some of the counties well everything's north of here but uh some of the uh, some of the less populated counties that have met the the standards. Look, this isn't going to be like those other states that where where, where uh, the White House comes out with these. And again, I'll cop to it. Very good plan. It was a very good plan. You meet these certain plateaus, and uh, and of course, two days later, they were just blowing right through all that. But, of course. But Cuomo's sticking to that for his own good, for his own well being, and he's working with. Connecticut and Jersey and, and and all these other states and we are we are coming out of this now you got businesses that are open but now like broadway broadway has already said they won't be back till labor day uh and that's if they're lucky if they're lucky and, th- and that's going to hurt them that's going to hurt they've uh summer's a big time summer's a busy time for broadway uh uh-huh. so they're they're losing a lot. There's you know, there's a lot. Again, you know, there's the baseball. We'll be coming back. Again, we, we have to see. We had NASCAR yesterday. We had golf yesterday. Uh-huh. So I mean, good. I I mean good. You know, we need we also had idiots in New Jersey today at a gymnasium. Being egged on by uh by the Fox Nitwit who doesn't wash his hands, uh, uh, you know, they're still under the lockdown order there. And it's funny to watch some of these, especially at a gym. And you see people there with Trump t-shirts on and some people, the closest they've ever been to a gym is driving by it on the way to McDonald's. <laughs> that sounds about right. You know, there was this woman out in California over the weekend She went to a supermarket. I don't know if you saw this video or not. Shelly something or other. And she shows up there. And, of course, the store policy now is you have to have a face covering. And they have a beautiful placard outside telling you this and all other things, including, including, we will shop for you. If need Uh be. If you're not comfortable wearing a face covering inside, we well, of course she shows up, and there's a young, there's a fellow out there cleaning grocery carts and says to her, "As nice as you can be." Uh, not a young fellow; he's probably in his forties. Turned out, he's a bartender. He's just—you got to watch the video. Uh, but okay. she starts. She starts with the, "Oh, I have a medical reason that I can't." Baloney! Nobody has a medical reason not to wear a, a mask nobody does
1: there's different Um, kinds of masks you can wear they just want your face covered right should you go in there with a with a uh, n95 mask probably not very restrictive on the breathing
0: but anyway she was there looking to pick a fight okay she's you know look she's a flat earther she's all sorts of things by her own admission on on her facebook page and So she starts going through this whole thing, and the guy outside says, hang on, I'll get the manager. You know, the manager comes out. They could not have been more pleasant to her. We'll shop shop for you. Well, I have private things I need to get, and I don't want you to see them. Of course, which begs begs the question, well, how are you going to pay for them? You're going to bring them up to the counter. Well, then she says, how would I pay for my stuff? Well, we'll go in, we'll ring you up. Oh, I'm not giving you my private credit card. Well, what do you do when you go into the store? You bring all your items, private personal or not. Guess what? They know that they carry feminine products in the store. They know they ordered them and half the employees use them. You know, look, she was there just to cause trouble. The best right. part the best part is at the end. She's waiting for the manager to come back out because she wants, he keeps telling her, well, there's nothing else I can do for you. You'll have to call corporate. Mia, I told her go, you know, hit the bricks. But he's being very polite, the manager. So while they're waiting for the manager to come out, uh, this guy goes about his business. He's cleaning shopping carts, you know, wiping them down. and, And she says to him, and she's very, very disappointed. She says, well, why are you so chipper? He says, "I'm happy to have a job. I'm a bartender. I'm happy to be here and have this job." And he's just whistling and dancing. And you, you can, even though you can't see her face, you can tell she's fuming because she didn't get this guy, get to this guy either. One of them, she went there looking to pick a fight. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people out there. And she, oh, she also quoted uh, HIPAA. H-I-A-P uh paa i think it is it's the uh
1: it deals more privacy. with privacy
0: yeah but that deals more with medical workers and all that she had some card that was made up and by the way had the wrong acronym for hipaa uh <laughs> she had h-i-p-p-a should be H-I-P-A-A, I believe anyway she had it wrong uh blah 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 see in reading some comments somebody made a very good good point you know, these people walk up and they threaten they're going to sue you. Fine. Go get a lawyer. Good luck. Yeah, take exactly. take, a, take us to court. If you're willing to spend the money and the time, because this ain't going to be resolved today, next week, or even next year, but you go right ahead. You sue me. This is now store policy. Look, anybody that can't wear a mask like, is staying home. Is staying home. I've read a number of people, uh, lupus patients, who have difficulty wearing a mask, and were told by their doctors, "Stay home, don't go out." Yeah, because
1: you're probably going to be in trouble being out, anyways.
0: Right. So you know, just so the the people that are out there that might have a legitimate look, it's just like the service dog thing. The people that actually need them don't make cause trouble over it. They're they're you know. Because that's what it reminded me of was the, uh, you know, the whole service dog thing, uh, because I want it my way. I, look, as as we know, uh, we're starting to see higher numbers in Texas because, you know, they just had to be out there living large. Uh, and, of course, the positive cases start before the deaths. So we're just starting to see positive, you know, higher numbers of positive. Probably in a couple of weeks, we'll see the death toll rise. I'm not looking forward to that, but this is invariably what's going to happen, and it's going to bring us a whole new second wave of this.
1: So to I got to ask you something. To which I oh, say, oh, go
0: just, ahead. I, just to finish that up, at which point, stay the hell out of New York. We'll blow up the bridges and block the tunnels. <laughs>
1: Oh, so, hey, I have proof that there is somebody in Florida that's literally stupider than Jupiter.
0: Yeah, you said that. Do tell. Do tell. I, I oh, want to hear oh. about this.
1: Okay, so...
0: Is it someone I know?
1: No, well, it isn't Sam.
0: <laughs>
1: man. So, a Florida man who... Thought the coronavirus was a fake crisis has changed his mind after. Hold on, hold his on, wife. hold on.
0: Hold on. He got it, or his wife got it.
1: Hang on. Okay, I'm getting go ahead.
0: To that. All right, because there's a lot of people have been converted when they get it. Go ahead. I, I apologize.
1: Changed his mind after he and his wife contracted COVID nineteen.
0: <laughs> well, I shouldn't laugh, but.
1: Oh, and get this part. Brian Hitchens, a rideshare driver who lives in Jupiter, downplayed the seriousness of the coronavirus in Facebook posts in March and April.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, look, I don't wish it on anybody. I don't wish it on No, anybody. I don't either. But look, all you folks out there that think this is a hoax, just go cruise the emergency rooms. Go cruise the ICU's. And when you say, "Well, gee, we don't need all these ventilators now," well, that's good, that's good. We'll have them when we need them again, you know. But here again, here in New York, we're fortunate. Things are. I'm. I. I'm telling you, go to that website. I'll. I'll try to post it on on uh, on RadioTFI.com. But it, it is just. i was just shocked to see that happy, elated. I mean, and again. You got you know what there's nothing we're going to say to convince these folks. No, there's, absolutely there, there's not. There's nothing. It, it it's turned into a whole political thing. It's not about health and safety anymore. It is it's about what our dingbat president says and
1: uh, Yeah. Oh, by the way, I I I should probably post this guy's picture. You know, look, again, just like you said, we're not wishing anything on anybody. But this dude is probably one and a half of me.
0: Oh, boy. I'm not saying something.
1: Yeah. and I'm, I'm uh, no
0: skinny mini now. And, and I've got the extra added advantage on being taller than you and bigger than you.
1: Well, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, 5'8 and 245 pounds is still, while it's better than 310 pounds, uh two hundred and forty five pounds is not an, an ideal weight by any stretcher man but this guy
0: six two and I'll go this with two hundred and forty five pounds as well. I like that. Sure you will. <laughs> how um, big how big yeah. of a boy is he?
1: Well I mean I'm just looking at his picture from basically head and shoulders and this guy uh this guy definitely has a round figure. And I'm not I'm not fat shaming here or anything like that. All I'm trying to say is is I'm, I'm actually pulling for him because he's going to be in some deep doo-doo. And we have no idea what his wife, what kind of shape his wife is in either.
0: I'm going to say it's not far off.
1: Well, you could very well I'm, be I'm, right. I'm,
0: and look, I'm here to tell you there is no better weight loss system than being intubated and in a medically induced coma. I lost 45 pounds. There's no joke. Why well, bet. I lost forty five pounds. Pa- Put it all back on pretty quick once I got up and running again. But eh, you know, I uh look, just take this stuff seriously, kids and kittens. We you know, you're not tougher than a virus. I don't care who you think you
1: are. Oh hell no, not this one at least.
0: <laughs> not this one. Not not even a cold. A simple cold can bring down the biggest and the baddest.
1: Oh, you okay. know
0: it. So, oh, I know, am
1: I have one gigantic pussy when it comes to getting oh, in the cold, I'm telling man. you.
0: There's not a male on this planet who's not the worst. Look, it kills me that I live alone, so when I get sick, I, get, I, I just got to do for myself. My ex will tell you, I was horrible, and I, frankly, <laughs> frankly, I was. Uh, look, every woman on the planet, she'll have the same flu as you do. But she'll get the kids off to school, cook, clean, do everything, go to work. Meanwhile, you're lying there watching soap operas all day.
1: Well, I, I go no further than Granny Annie. Everything that she's gone through, wow. and she still cooks a, cooks a wonderful meal every day. Cleans up after the cats, makes the bed after I get out of it, because unfortunately we're still not sharing a bed. Wow. But she makes makes the bed after I get out of it and everything. Uh, and this darling of a woman is, she's in rough shape. This is one of my biggest fears about this whole thing is, is uh, bringing something home to her. You know, Excuse me. she has a lot more to lose than I do. Let's just put it that way. But uh, you
0: have a lot more to lose than she does. You can lose. Well,
1: her. well, that's well, yeah, that's true. But what I mean is, and I'm not trying to sound melancholy here, but she has a lot more to live for than I do.
0: Yeah, she sure does. What do you got? Me.
1: <laughs> Lord, you're help some, me, Jesus. You're in some sad shit. <laughs> Lord, James, huh? I know you ain't never lied there. <laughs> Here, this'll pump your blood up a little bit more. Oh, do so, so So if as you know, Wisconsin went wide open because of the state supreme court. Yeah, they did. Well, you heard, you know about the store in California that won't let people in without a mask? There's a Wisconsin business uh Owner And I didn't look to see what uh, oh, I What saw type that. of business it was. I saw that. No but mask allowed. And, yeah. No mask allowed. I got to look and see. Annie's Campground is the name of the place. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it's. I guess it's just a campground. I, I was thinking maybe it might be a bar. Or oh, no. There's a something. store.
0: I've seen that somewhere else. But
1: continue yeah. on. So... I'll give it to you quickly. A Wisconsin business owner banned the use of masks in her buildings Friday after the state Supreme Court overturned the state's stay-at-home order. Annie's campground near Grisham, wherever that is, I'm not sure, posted the new rule on the establishment's Facebook page. Masks are not allowed in the buildings for safety's sake. <laughs> oh my God, listen to this. They are viewed as a robbery in progress and will be handled that way. The post goes on to list planned events and food items available for patrons for the May 15th to 17th weekend before thanking patrons in its conclusion. So it's going to be treated like a robbery. Somebody comes in there with a mask.
0: Well, there you go. That's,
1: uh, here's I, your sign.
0: Here's your sign. I can only say one thing to that, kids and kittens. Please vote. Vote in November. That's all
1: Exactly.
0: That's by the way. Getting off on, and we'll we'll go because there's going to be more to this come Saturday. Guess who is laying off three thousand more people? Oh,
1: could it begin with you and begin or end with R? Uh, you would be right. R would and be have right. Nothing but and have nothing but crap in between.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh. Let me let me get to the. Uh, I got a couple of stories here. Hold on a second. I'm gonna play a little piece from CNBC, and then we'll talk about it on the other side. I didn't really have it ready, so bear with me. But uh, by the way,
1: just a really quick here, seven five four eight zero zero chat, seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Also at taxi stand hour, and yes, it is still you can call collect from a payphone for absolutely nothing. And you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI.
0: Go ahead there, sir. All right, so this is uh, CNBC. Let's let's take a listen here.
2: Hey, John, that's right. This comes from a company-wide email from Uber CEO Dara Shahi to employees. And in it, he says that Uber is cutting about 3,000 additional jobs. This comes after further job cuts just about a week ago, and it brings the latest layoffs to about 25% of the company, um, it is also exploring selling non-core businesses, including Uber Works. Dara Shahi says that Uber will be shutting 45 offices and it's reevaluating bets in freight and self-driving technology. <laughs> um, and guys, that is a surprise to me because self-driving technology hasn't seen as so critical to the ride-sharing uh, companies, how they eventually become profitable when that bet um when that bet actually comes through and they have put billions and billions of dollars into it. So again, guys, more, um, more cuts from Uber and the stock is up nicely um, on, that, on those further job cuts, guys. Bye.
0: And that was CNBC, and she thought I was John for some reason. But uh, this whole self-driving car thing, I believe a lot of us has been saying right from the get-go. Uh, I personally, I believe at some point, self-driving cars will be the norm. Not anytime soon. Not anytime uh, in my lifetime. They're not going to... We'll
1: both be long gone in this world before they become mainstream.
0: Right, before every... Because you have to have every vehicle on the road autonomous. But Uber started... Uh, Travis the K started this. Oh, let's throw billions and billions and billions. But the, the, the single biggest thing about that was... Had they managed to pull that off, which was not going to happen, then they got to own the cars. Then you get the whole insurance quag, quagmire again. Uh, then they—they're responsible for everything, and they were never going to do that, ever. So, the oh, fact but you know
1: what came, you know what came from that, Ed? Their stock prices went up.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Their, their stock prices went up. There's some method to that madness. Oh yeah. But
0: you know, and again, they don't care about the drivers or any you know. So they're laying off bodies left, right, and center. The investors are gonna go, Oh, that's that's good. That's less money. Well, anytime now. Anytime. It didn't happen nearly as quickly as I thought, but hooray Hooray, that uh, Ubers in deep. And again, we'll get more into that on Saturday, but I could not let this night pass. Without oh, absolutely! A, at least mentioning it, because that's why I we're had here, it on kids. On my and cart. K- that's why we're here, yeah. kids and kittens. That's what started Radio TFI.
1: Yes, indeed. So, well, un- under more unbridled stupidity, our uh, one of our <laughs> local. Uh, what are you cracking up about, all... <laughs>
0: I I enjoy the turn of a good phrase. And <laughs> oh, okay. Under more <laughs> unbridled stupidity. Unbridled um, stupidity. <laughs> Might
1: have to write that one down. Oh, I
0: I'm literally doing it right now. It's uh uh that's a good one.
1: <laughs> so we have we have about ten or twelve native-run casinos around the state of Minnesota, uh, the largest of which is about, oh, I'd say 20 miles south or so as the crow flies from downtown Minneapolis, a place called Mystic, or excuse me, Mystic Lake, or as we like to call it, Mistake Lake.
0: Mistake Lake.
1: Well, as it turns out, Mistake Lake is going to open up on May 26th. All right. Now, giving the devil his due, they're basically using the same safety measures as the las vegas casinos are only three at a at a blackjack table they don't have craps they don't have live craps there Uh, and they're going to separate the uh the slot machines and you know unfortunately they're not going to be doing anything like having the buffets or actually none of the other restaurants are going to even be open yet So, uh, yeah, but they're going to open, and and hopefully it works. Listen, I hope that these businesses can open and do so safely. I'm not one of these guys that that wants to see things closed up just for the sake of uh, being closed up and hurting these businesses. No, I want to see these places open. I just, seeing what I've seen, I just don't believe we're ready yet. Well, I you know...
0: I, 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 am bridled stupidity. There you Uh, go. I'm going to have it tattooed backwards on my forehead so I can read it in the morning.
1: I want proof of that. I want to see it.
0: (laughs) I may do it in invisible ink, though.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you only see it when it gets wet? Uh, Something like that. Something like that. I see. Well, here's one for you, then. According to USA Today, today, today. Today. Today, uh, today. Today. Science! <laughs> Pole dancing and hand sanitizer, a Wisconsin, excuse me, a Wyoming strip club reopens with masks on, blows off. <sighs> so, all,
2: uh,
0: <laughs> I don't even know I, where I, I, to. Here's the image I have, Okay. topsy mcdougall is up there on stage the the divine star whatever her name is and she's she's working the pole and she grabs on the pole but the hand sanitizer has her slip right whoops
1: (laughs) yeah i thought you'd get a kick out of that yeah
0: yeah yeah sure did there's no unbroken so, hey, stupidity yeah. there. Mm-mm, no way. Oh, no,
1: no, none whatsoever. Hey, let's uh, let's roll through a couple of milestones here. We sure. lost. We lost Eddie Haskell today.
0: Yeah. Well, we didn't lose him. I I had nothing to do with that. I don't know. Now, now I'm gonna You're I'm at- gonna su- I'm gonna surprise you with something. We're, we're referring to Ken Ken Osman, the actor who portrayed Eddie Haskell. Okay. Huh? He after that became a, he was a member of LAPD for he was a cop it? in LA. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, a no, real cop in LA.
0: Real cop, real cop.
1: I think it oh, was a well, motorcycle. I maybe cop. there was
0: a oh chips. No, no, <laughs> chips is California Highway Patrol. Don't don't That's confuse true. them. That's so, true. How old was Mister Haskell?
1: Seventy-six years old.
0: A uh, little younger than
1: I thought. Fred Willard. We lost Fred Willard. We lost Fred Willard y- yesterday or the night before.
0: Uh, Friday night. Or Friday Saturday. night was it? Friday night. We, it didn't come out till after we were off the air Saturday.
1: I was going to say, how did we miss that on the mothership?
0: Well, it didn't come out until after we were off the air.
1: I see. I see. Any excuse will do.
0: Well, the <laughs> one I got. <laughs> and, and my unbridled stupidity.
1: That's right. Oh, so let's see what else we got here. Hey, you know, uh, today is today, today, today is the 40 years. Science. Excuse me? Science. Oh, yeah. Here's some more science. 40 years ago, uh, Mount St. Helens erupted. Oh, wow. 40 years ago.
0: Ooh. wow that was that was a big to do I didn't really pay Ooh. much attention to it i was twenty one and uh the uh,
1: had other things to worry about yeah
0: yeah i uh i don't have much of a memory of most uh from Friday at five p m till uh monday morning at eight eight a m most week- weekends uh through that stretch of, <laughs> of time but so, I, remember, I remember Mount I remember Mount Saint Helens. But I was out on the West Coast, and honestly, you know, look, we weren't inundated with media like we are today. If you didn't catch it on the six o'clock news, you know, or true. the network news at six thirty or whenever you got it, uh, you really didn't get the impact of it. You might read about it in the paper. Oh, look at that, a volcano. Okay, well, you know, but you're seeing a black and white picture on the daily paper. Where is this out yeah. west who cares you know what what the what the Mets do last night
1: uh,
0: and uh what else happened? What other milestones are we commemorating although
1: now I don't know when it all when it all fell together, but ironically he mentioned that that c n n was actually founded in nineteen eighty right forty years ago.
0: Right so they might have been right oh. right around there
1: they might have well but then again back then not everybody had c n n either
0: not everybody had cable cable was uh when I was still living in Manhattan in New York City, Manhattan was the last borough to get cable businesses really? businesses could get cable, but private residences couldn't there was a big big to do over the franchises and all that and uh Everybody in Queens and Brooklyn, they all had cable. But here we are right in the middle of midtown Manhattan. You couldn't, you couldn't, obviously we finally did, but, uh, but yeah, if you wanted to something that watch something that was on cable, you know, a race, a fight, a game or something, yeah, go to
1: a bar. I think I got cable for the first time in 1985, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Oh, we got it sooner than that. We, uh, did you? Because, because I hadn't left yet and we had the, uh, i'll never forget manhattan cable the the channel changer was a box an oblong box about a foot long maybe three four inches wide and it had buttons on it 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 had 10 or 15 buttons straight across whatever channel you wanted you pushed the button now on the side there was a little switch that had three or four positions essentially giving you if it was 10 buttons it was 40 different channels Yeah, different oh, it was and it was corded to the uh, to the cable box. We didn't have nearly the channels that you know that we have now. Yeah, and that's when that's when, you know, cable cable, you know, low budget cable TV shows were, you know, all the thing because they would have to provide community access to get the franchise. So that's when you had all these you know, this is the basis of Wayne's world. You know those those kind of things uh the robin bird show look it up (laughs) look it up if you i can't explain it robin bird b-y-r-d robin bird
1: well everybody's heard about the bird oh no
0: robin bird was a uh, i don't know if she was an actual porn star at the time, this is late 70s, early 80s. Oh. And she, and she would have all these people on, and they would do different things. She always wore a crocheted bikini. And she only took it off once a year on Thanksgiving. It's the only time she... All sorts of people got naked on that show. But she only got naked once a year. I believe it was Thanksgiving.
1: Well, that's why you watched that like a hawk.
0: We all did. We all did. <laughs> uh, so, Robin, by the way, getting
1: back to... Oh, Getting like back that. to Mount St. Helens, just real quick. Well, uh, Fifty-seven...
0: Sh- well, on Thanksgiving, it was like Mount St. Saint- oh!
1: <laughs> there she blows! If she goes. <laughs> uh, Fifty-seven people were killed. Uh, it was uh, the most destructive eruption in modern U.S. history. I guess that stands even to this date.
0: You should have been in my...
1: what am i gonna do with you that's cruel it's
0: really cruel uh yeah that was a that was a big deal that was a big deal
1: it was also accompanied by a a magnitude five plus earthquake and debris all over the goddamn place
0: you can't have one without the other now
1: yeah well what, what, what the
0: heck kind of disaster movie is this? We're just spewing a little lava. Ha, they do that in Hawaii all the time. Let's throw an earthquake in it now. Now you got something. Now you got did you something.
1: See, did you ever see that Tommy Lee Jones movie uh, by the name Volcano?
0: Yes, I did.
1: Well, you yeah. sound disappointed. Well, I and, love that movie.
0: Anne Heche was cute in it. Uh, yeah. But just the whole idea of dropping a building... To perfectly form a a barrier. Damn. Yeah, yeah, a damn, if you will. A damn, damn. You... Look, I'm all for the escapism in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I know, look, at the time, all these big disaster picks. Uh, look, I I, I I was a big fan of the Towering Inferno.
1: Towering Inferno. Fred Astaire, uh, man. I like the Airport movies. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Wasn't a big fan of Poseidon Adventure.
0: I liked Poseidon Adventure, the original one. Earthquake. The original,
1: yeah. Earthquake, Earthquake. yep, that was good.
0: Irwin Allen. Irwin <laughs> Allen, the, the master of disaster. If you ever How many s- of
1: those did he produce? Was he a producer or a director?
0: He was a producer. Uh okay any number the it's interesting because the towering inferno was actually a combination of two different books one was the tower and one was called the inferno and they both had basically the same story so they just mashed them together and came up with uh your uh your towering inferno there your all-star disaster movies uh but and that one,
1: Towering Inferno, was really star-studded. As oh remember. my
0: God, they were killing off big names left, right, and center. Holy smokes, Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, like I said, Fred Astaire. Holy smokes, they were all over the place, and and that you couldn't. Uh, uh, the best part, Earthquake. There's a great little scene in a parking garage. Charlton Heston is, you know, he's. I'll never forget this. He's got a, a, a pickup truck or a jeep or something. It's got, what is it, 10, 10 different reverse gears, some stupid number of, you know, it, it's the only vehicle that can climb through the rubble and the wreckage. But anyway, there's they show a couple of scenes of this drunk. And at one point he's playing with the kids. It's Walter Mathau, But he went under his actual name. It's a small cameo, but he got credited under his actual Polish name, which is you know, Matt Dachowski or something. It's some really long, long name, and uh, he's not trying to disguise himself, but he's just got a little bitty role there, and uh, it's kind of He amusing. didn't want to take
1: any thunder away from anybody else in that He,
0: he no. I, I don't, I, honestly, I don't know what the reasoning was, but yeah, that was a Charlton Heston thing, and... You know, look, I say, look, let L.A. drop off into the Pacific. Let it cut a drift. Let it cut a drift. All of California, Gene Hackman, Lex Luthor had the right idea. Oh, yeah. In the original Superman. Buy up that Arizona property. (laughs) And then just watch California drift off into the sea.
1: Think think how popular of an island that would have been.
0: Well, well, there you go. Well, you know, but now suddenly Phoenix would be a coastal city.
1: Yeah, I suppose it would. Oh, sure it would. Sure it would. Phoenix is kind of in the middle of of Arizona, so it depends on...
0: Well, that was why, that's the whole point of what he was doing. The whole plot in the movie was, uh, you know, to turn... It was a real estate thing, right? It was a whole real estate thing, so that he could he could buy a property cheap in the desert, and before you know it, he's uh, he's a real estate. You know, it's it's just a, a silly plot, but you know, it, it was a good movie. It
1: worked. I liked the movie. Definitely. For the first time, you'll believe that a man can fly. I
0: was just going to say that. John is doing his best George Reeve over there.
1: Christopher Reeve.
0: for that by the way where they shot the movie the daily planet building was well it's it's not it's not called that anymore uh it's the old daily news building i was working really i used to work in that building if you remember during the movie they walked through the lobby of the daily planet there's this giant giant globe in the middle of the lobby that's actually there that does exist Okay. It, yeah, it does actually exist. But, yeah, I used to work for Associated Press briefly when I was in my first job out of high school. I was a file that clerk. was fake news. Yeah, it was the way I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I I was a file clerk. And basically everything we filed, it, it was in the accounts. Uh, so, you know, most of them were like radio stations, TV stations, newspapers, newspapers. Uh, I got to learn a lot of call letters. And yeah. what would happen, the contract people would finish up with what they were doing and and they would put the files in a basket and I just me and a couple other people, we had to go and refile them. Uh so I walk into the file room and there's there's two files and I swear to God these were sitting there right next to each other. One was for a radio station, uh WHAT and the other was for the uh, Philadelphia School for the Deaf. Philadelphia School for the Deaf. What?
2: Uh.
0: What? Okay. The- w h a t? It was funny to me at the time. This is this. But this is they people still had tickers and whatnot. They had the, the 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 machines, and that's how they would get their news. But no, if what right. don't you uh, anyway? I'm deaf. What? What'd you say? Uh, anyway. I usually make that funnier, apparently. uh, John's got a look Uh, on his face like somebody pulled the kryptonite out on him.
1: uh, Flop like a crappie, I'm sorry, Ed. Uh, It flopped like a crappie.
0: What can I say? They don't all hit the mark, now do they?
1: I guess. Well, you know, if you throw enough crap against the wall, something will stick. Or stink. Or that too, yes. Hey, guess what? I want you to know that Minnesota is not immune to, oh shoot! Now what was? Come on, what was that line I used that you loved so much?
0: Uh, unbridled stupidity.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Ooh, I just, I just had a brain fart there.
0: Yeah, I can but smell anyways, it. I can I, smell it from I, here.
1: Smell it from here, right? Okay. Um, but Minnesota is not immune to that. Immune so, to what? Unbridled stupidity. There
0: you go. I needed you to say it for me.
1: Okay. Uh, so have you? I don't suppose you've really encountered too many drones there in uh, uh, flying by the Radio TFI Tower, have you? They're not real keen on things flying close to buildings here in New York City. I wonder why.
0: There's there's kind of been <laughs> they've kind of frowned upon that for just a little bitty while now. Uh, it better it, it better it better have wings in answer to the name B. Yeah, there
1: you go. Well, this is uh, from the Mankato area, Mankato, Minnesota, which is about, uh, oh, that's about 35 miles, again, southwest of Minneapolis. Isn't that little house on
0: the prairie territory?
1: Uh, You're getting close, yeah.
0: They used to go to Mankato.
1: They used to go to Mankato, yeah, you're right. Okay. Hitch up the wagons. So... The story reads, drones are clearly not popular with everyone out there, but things got especially heated in Butterfield, Minnesota, when a local man took out a drone with a shotgun. Travis Dwayne Winters, 34, is now facing two felony charges, criminal damage to property, and reckless discharge of a weapon within city limits. According to the Mankato Free Press, the incident happened last Friday, At a company called Butterfield Foods. That's where another man, not named in the report, was flying a drone over the company. His purpose, he later told police, was to capture footage of chickens being slaughtered due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, I gotta level with you, Ed. If I had a gun, that would be the one thing I'd use. If I had a rifle, I'd be hunting me some drones. That that that'll be a new sport. Give it twenty years; it'll be a new sport.
0: Well, we already have skeet shooting. Oh yeah, but I usually tra- know the
1: tra- usually I'm know the trajectory tra- deject- trajectory. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, uh, where that skeet, where the clay pigeon or whatever it is. Uh, is going. There's not too much variance on that. This drone kind of buzzing all over the place. You know?
0: Yeah, but but even still, pulling out a shotgun, firing a shotgun, you know, there is that still s- simple principle of whatever goes up, is coming down. So you don't it's know... Somewhere. You don't know, A, what the drone is coming down on, and B, what your buckshot's coming down on. This is true. You know, that's... <laughs> look... Uh, I I can't I can't I won't I I just
1: oh come on oh no oh no oh come on no
0: no because I'm feeling better than I did at the top of the hour good I, I want to ma- and I want to maintain that we've got two minutes and then it takes me a couple of minutes to to clean up and and uh, make this available on on the sound of cloud or the cloud of sound and then I can go to I've been watching a. I started watching a new show last night, Harley Quinn, on uh, I think it's sci-fi. They curse mm-hmm. and swear. It's an animated show. It is. I've watched two episodes. It's funny. Har- and it's Har- saying,
1: "Oh my virgin ears!"
0: Harley Quinn, that's the Joker's girlfriend, and she breaks up with him right. at first. Th- oh man, it's uh, it's funny. And Kaley Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory, the blonde girl, she does the voice of. Uh, of Harley. And she's also the executive producer on it. Uh, it. It's just funny. It's just funny because you don't, you've never seen these characters uh, let loose like this before. And it's just, yeah. it's very violent too. When they, when they hit somebody in the knee, you see that bone pop out and it's all animated. Ooh. It's, but, but I, I'm, I'm watching it because it's DC related, and I always like to see the little in jokes they put in the little Easter eggs. I get a kick out of that, and we even see Batman. Uh, we even see Batman. It's uh, it's a beautiful we get a little thing. Batman, huh?
1: We get a lot oh, of Batman. Up. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Yes, I'm all Batman. right. Let me let me go let me go out with one last thing here, real quick. Sure. I wanna I wanna give my congratulations and more adoring to the queen of all hacks. Miss Christine Hubbard. Uh, apparently, she's been in... One of her drivers there at... Uh, back taxi had come down with the COVID.
0: Oh, yeah. Apparently,
1: apparently she has been in contact with this driver. He's, uh, he's doing much better, and this is good news, too. But I found it amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'll just state this. In 37 years of doing this, I've never had... A cab, uh, an executive, or somebody no. from the company ever contact or stay in contact with me when I was in the hospital,
0: and that's why so she's the best. That's why she is the, the best.
1: Hats off, Christine Hubbard, once again. All right, it's time to go bye-bye here. So, from the Radio TFI Northern Command studio, I'm John Shannon, and I got the money.
2: Leo.